Darlene is going to uh, pass out uh, the prophetic word I'm going to be sharing about. Actually, there's two. I had a prophetic word on December 18th, and uh, I'm going to share a little bit about it as well, because I believe it goes along with the word I had last week for the air. Kind of go hand in hand. And as I'm, as I'm sharing about the first one, I just uh, want to encourage you just to uh, listen and not try to take notes yet. There's, I have three scriptures. I'm not going to read them. I'm just going to tell you them. You can write those down if you want to. And then when I get into the one for the new year, then you can take notes if you want to. I, f I find that me, uh, uh, being a prophet, sometimes I try to write everything down, but sometimes it's better if you just listen because you can hear better if you're not trying to write everything down. But you can do that too. I'm just saying for the first one, I'm probably going to whip through the first one because I'm going to be focused on the second one. So heads up. <laughs> Okay, so on December 18th, it was the uh, Sunday that Mike McSwain spoke, and it was just before Christmas, and the Lord gave me a word uh, that I believe, a prophecy that confirmed his message, but it was also a warning. That's why it's, imp why it's important. I thought that we should share, I should share that, because it's also included in the January 1st word. Anyway, so um, you've got two words there. Darlene's passing them out, and the one on the 18th was about the season that we're in. And in Ecclesiastes 3.1, it says that there's a time for everything in the face of the earth, a season for everything. And uh, everything, there's a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. And because of the season that we're in, we need to be alert and aware of what's going on. And that's basically what the one on the 18th has to do with. Okay, I'm just going to skim over it. Uh, there's a scripture in Romans 12.2 that says to not be entangled with the affairs of this world. Okay, and, and the Lord spoke and said, during the season that we're in, we need to walk carefully and not allow ourselves to become entangled to the affairs of this world. And then he spoke to us about the enemy stirring things up and trying to draw those who believe into his kingdom. And the way he's doing that is by blurring the lines and, comp and causing us to compromise in areas that we shouldn't compromise, okay? And anyway, then there was a part about examining ourselves today. I believe we did that on the 18th, but... You know, when the Lord gives us warnings, it isn't for one day. It's not for that Sunday. It's like for the season. You know, it could be for the year. It could be for years. It's important that we grab a hold of that. Okay, and it's also important that, we, that when there's a prophetic word, whether I give it or whoever gets it, that we pray into it. Because prophecies don't just happen. I mean, I can speak the word the Lord gives me, but it's up to you. It's up to you to get that thing going in your own life. You've got to pray over it. You've got to seek the Lord. You've got to ask him how it pertains to you. And then pray it into existence, okay? That's how it comes to pass. It doesn't come to pass just because I'm speaking prophetically by the Spirit of God. It's up to us to grab a hold of it. So we got to grab a hold of it in the season that we're in, okay? Amen? Okay, and then there's another part of it was uh, we, could, we could be led down rabbit trails into areas that we're not supposed to be in because he's trying to taunt us, the enemy. When I speak about the enemy, I talk about Satan, okay? I want to make that clear because sometimes people think about, well, who are you talking about? Are you talking about me? Am I the enemy? No, you're not the enemy. <laughs> anyway, I had somebody tell me that one time. I'm like, you're telling me I'm the enemy. No, you're not the enemy. We have an enemy. It's not you. Okay, so I wanted to be clear about that. Anyway, so in, Jer in Jeremiah um, 23 and 24, and again, you can write it down, but I'm not going to uh, share it right now. It says that, um, am I a God far away? And not a God near? Do I not see everything that's going on in the face of the earth? Do I not see everything that's happening in your life? That's true. So 
we need to be clear with the Lord and clear in our relationship with him that we are not blurring the lines. Okay, what does, what does blurring the line mean? I just want to tap, tap into that for a minute. Well, you might be doing something that might be a little okay. No, it's not really a sin. It could be a sin if you got into it too far. But you're just, you know, kind of testing the water. And in this word, the Lord says, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not pleasing to me. He doesn't like that, okay? And what it what it does is if you jump down to the bottom, second last paragraph in that word, it says, don't compromise for the sake of joy. Don't say, oh, it's just for me, so I'm just going to be merry and do that. No, don't do that. You have the joy of the Lord. You don't have other things to make you happy. And um, if you indulge in other things, what happens a lot of times is, well, most of the time, it dulls your senses. So if we're in a season where we need to be alert and we allow ourselves to be engaged in something that is not pleasing to the Lord, you know, say we we, um, we drink a little too much, we shouldn't drink at all. Uh, smoke something we shouldn't be smoking. Whatever it is we might be tempted to do, don't do that. That is opening the door for the enemy to attack you. He will. Well, for sure, they see, oh, they're not alert. To do those things when we uh, um, drink or um, whatever we're going to do. Let me show you. Um, it, it dims our light. It dims our light, the light of the Lord. And he says that. He says, the Spirit of God, it, no, says the Spirit of God, that is the enemy taunting you, trying to lead you down a rabbit trail so that your vision is blurred and your light is dim. Now, uh, I don't want my light to be dim, dim, and I don't want my vision to be blurred right now. But I can see with the things going on in the world that it could be, okay? So again, last paragraph says, don't allow this. This is a warning. Says the Spirit of God, I'm telling you, this is what is happening right now. Don't be drawn into it. Okay, so that is part of the season we're in, okay? Now, let's go over to the prophecy from January 1st, last Sunday, for the year. Because the Lord references it in that, too. So I wanted to make sure I said that. And I'm going to read this one. Okay, it says, um, my children, you have been through great difficulties in the last year, but I tell you, do not fret because, that, because of that, because this was a birthing process. And um, we have the title of the message up there. We don't have it up there anymore. Okay, the title of the message is A Year of Breakthrough, Birthing, and Increase. 2023, A Year of Breakthrough, Birthing, and Increase. Okay, now, one thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share as I read parts of this, so just follow along. Um, it says, it was necessary for you to go through these things, so I could birth the things in you that I desire to birth in you, and that many will come to know me, that miracles will come forth from your hands, and that people will be healed. Now, those of us who are women and who have born children, or who are about to bear children, know that the birthing process is a pretty intense thing, Okay. And you go through these exercises. I can't remember what they're called. What are they called, Christina, the birthing exercises that you're going to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you go through these to learn, you know, how to give birth and, and what it's going to be like. Okay. So we're in this season now of birthing, and it is, it is a season where we're going to have new family members coming into our tribe here. Okay. And so we have to prepare for that. Okay. You're not just automatically going to, somebody can say, oh, great, welcome, Ellie. You know, it doesn't happen like that. we got to be prepared, okay? 
because we don't know what the new family members are going to look like. They might not look like somebody that we want to relate to. So that's why we have to be prepared. And when you're getting ready to give birth, you, you prepare. Hey, Christine, I'm picking you because you're going to give birth soon. Anyway, she's preparing, you know. And her and Dara are going to class, and they're getting prepared because she's going to have a precious little girl soon, okay? And, and that's just like in the body of Christ when the Lord says that we're going into birthing. He's not talking about physical birth. He's talking about spiritual birth, which is similar in a lot of ways. And we're going to uh, read about that here in a, in a minute. We're going to read about that. So anyway, we are getting prepared right now. That's the season we're in, okay? We're not supposed to fret or worry about all we went through. Because that was my plan for you. Not that you would suffer, but that you would grow and deal with the things in your life that you needed to deal with. So you'd be pure and holy before me. Okay. Now I want us to turn to uh, 1 Peter 1.16. I'm going to read this. It's more important than ever this year that you walk in my holiness and my purity, white as snow. Okay. And that's a, a scripture from 1 Peter one sixteen, it says, be holy as I am holy, okay? And the Lord spoke about that again in December. Be holy. He wants us to be holy. He's, uh, he's um, imploring us. Come on. Come on, sons and daughters. Be holy. Be holy. Let go of all that stuff that's holding you back and be holy, okay? And uh, that is, uh, that's what he's speaking to us. That's part of it. And the second part of it, it says, again, don't allow yourself to be led into things even a little bit. That's not from me. I want a holy and pure bride. Again, that relates back to what he was saying to us three weeks ago. Don't partake of those things even a little bit. It's not pleasing to me. I don't know about you, but I don't want to do something that's not pleasing to the Lord. It's not worth it. We have the joy of the Lord. You know, we don't need to have other things or other other. Uh, people that we're engaged with that are not necessarily people we should be engaged in doing things we shouldn't be doing. Amen? Okay, thank you. I'm not going to reply to you. I say amen. So <laughs> this is a participation sermon. <laughs> Just heads up. Okay. Okay, so let's turn to Romans 8.22. By the way, I was really uh, blessed with the choice of songs today because one of them was about the breath the breath in our lungs, okay? And uh, we're going to be reading about here in Romans 12. We're going to talk about that. Do you know what the word for uh, breath is? It's pneuma, pneuma, which is Greek for spirit or life. So when a mother is giving birth, uh, she is coached in how to breathe. That's one of the main things, right? How do you breathe, Okay. And it's important for us as believers that we breathe in the breath of God, the spirit of God and the breath of life. That's very important, the pneuma, breath of the Lord, pneuma, the very air we breathe, okay? Think of the spirit, life, that's the breath of God, okay? So Romans, I'm sidetracked here, Romans, Romans 8, 22 to 27. You guys are probably there and I'm not there. Okay, it says, for we know, we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what does one still hope for? What he sees. 
But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. And Pastor Vic talked about that last week a bit, too. He talked about us not putting our faith in the things that are seen, but in the things that are unseen, okay? And then it says, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. There's a breath, the breath of God, that life, the pneuma, breathe in, love. See, when you're getting ready to give birth, they teach you to do that. You got to breathe. So we got to breathe in the Spirit of God, okay? He's here. He's here. He's present. Very present. Breathe him in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've been not breathing too much. I'm falling over backwards. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Grounded. Okay. Okay. So now he who searches the heart, uh, the heart, the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Okay, so we're we're having these birthing pangs, and the Lord says that He's gonna we're gonna He's gonna give birth in us this year. Okay, that's kind of a scary thing. What are we gonna give birth to, Lord? Well, He's gonna tell us here, and that and that is something that we are going to be doing with groaning. That tells me we need to be praying. We need to be on our faces praying, groaning, crying out to God, breathing heavily. <gasps> Lord, what is it? <gasps> it, ta- it takes an intensity. It takes a, it's not a laid back thing, okay? And you might say, I'm not an intercessor. Guess what? Every believer is called to be an intercessor. Jesus was the biggest intercessor there ever was. If you know Jesus, you're born to pray. If you don't pray, you need to repent and pray, okay? <laughs> because you're not going to get close to God if you don't pray. You cannot have a relationship with the Lord if you do not pray, amen? And the more you pray, the closer you will get to him, and then he will pour his wisdom into you, and you'll learn how to navigate the season we're in, okay? Because it's going to take us navigating with him. Okay, let's see. Where am I at? Let's work. Okay. Let me get back to the page here. All that you went through last year was because of that, because I'm purifying you. I'm giving birth. This is going to be a year of giving birth. Even as a mother goes through pains, birth pains, as she's going into labor, so my body through the last year has gone through birth pains because of what I'm going to bring forth this year. It's kind of nice to know what it was we experienced last year. It was a pretty horrendous year. I don't know if it was in your lives. It wasn't mine. Thank God it's over. But anyway, so now we're going to give birth. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. I'm excited about that. Anyway, so he says... um, Okay. You will give birth to great things. You will see miracles happening. You will see those people you want to be saved drawn in. But you must walk with your head held high in holiness and purity. Okay. So, again, he's encouraging us. He's pleading with us. Walk in holiness and purity. Don't be drawn into things. Don't get sidetracked this year. It's very easy to get sidetracked especially in the times we're living in. There's so many things that could sidetrack us, so many things. Uh, So much social media that could sidetrack us. Consume our time. We're always on our phone 24-7. we got to see the latest happening. we got to read the news. we got to do this. No, you don't have to do that. If God is telling you to spend time with him, spend time with him. Catch up on the news later. Take five or ten minutes to check to catch up on the news, not the entire day, you know. <laughs> I mean, the Lord will alert you if there's something going on that you need to know about, you know. There's a lot of things going on right now. Like, right, like one thing that's going on right now that I, we just made aware of because we were praying for the Biswells is the uh, 
the horrible riots that are happening in Mexico. Um, drug cartels shooting airplanes that are trying to take off from the airport, you know, getting in a, a war with the authorities there. So they shut down uh, the Mazatlan airport and a number of airports surrounding it. I mean, it's like a, a full, full-blown thing. And then we have the Russia and Ukrainian thing going on. There's a lot going on in our world right now that consume, could consume us and cause us to look down. Oh, God, look at this. I'm afraid this is going to happen. You know, if that's happening, this is going to happen. Nope, it's not going to happen unless the Lord says so. It is not going to happen unless it's God's timing. And I'm not hearing the Lord say he's coming back today. I'm not hearing that. He's not here. I'm not hearing the Lord say he's coming back this year. I don't think he is. That would be great if he did. We can't live in fear. We can't live in the headlines of the daily news. That will drag you down. You'll be depressed. And you'll always be thinking that the other foot's going to fall. Well, this is going to happen next. And we're going to be destroyed. We're going to be taken out. We better not do anything. We better hide. We better go to some country. Dig in. Dig in. Get our supplies. I don't hear the Lord saying that. I mean, that's fine if you want to do that. But don't make that your life. We need to be careful with our time, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Our time is very precious. And if we allow ourselves to be consumed with all the social media, everything going on Facebook, what's this person doing? What's that person doing? Who cares? Let them deal with it. If you're supposed to know, they'll tell you, okay? And if they don't tell you, well, then you don't need to know, okay? Don't get caught up in whatever their thing is. Let them deal with their own thing. You deal with your thing, okay? Those are the little rabbit trails that the enemy is taunting us with and going to lead us down, is leading some of us down. Now, all you got to do is repent, repent, and ask the Lord to help you. He said that he's purifying us. In the blood of the Lamb, he's purifying us, okay? Says, oh, let's see where I'm at here. Okay, I want to go to Matthew 5, 14 next. Be encouraged. This will be a year of breakthrough, a year of birthing, a year of great increase in my kingdom because I'm going to come down to the earth, and I'm going to show my glory. Now, what in the world does that mean? Does that mean that the Lord is, the Lord is going to uh, show up this year? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think he is going to show up, but I don't think it's going to be the, the uh, personified Jesus. I don't think that's happening this year. But I think he's going to show his glory in some uh, amazing way, some miraculous way that's going to blow everybody away. It's just going to blow the darkness out of the water. It's going to, he says he's going to expose hidden works of darkness. So things that have been hidden for years are going to be exposed this year. And his word to us is, don't be confused. Okay, don't be confused. Don't be surprised. I warned you ahead of time this is going to happen. Look to me and let your light shine. That's his word to us. Let your light shine. He said, yes, there's going to be darkness. Don't partake of the darkness. Let your light shine. Don't allow it to be dim. Let it shine so that others can be drawn to me. That is his word to us. Okay? So uh, what am I thinking as far as him coming down? Well, I think something major is going to happen on the face of the earth that's going to show his glory. I don't know what it is, but if he's coming down, he's going to do something major. And the other thing that he was saying is that there's going to be uh, leaders that are going to be uh, disrupted, probably thrown out of office. Who knows what's going to happen, you know? And the, the, I think the people that are supposed to be in there are going to get put in. Okay, we have to be aware of that. He also said 
that he is exposing the darkness in the body of Christ. Now, that's something we have to be on guard about, too, because we're not on guard but aware of and not confused because maybe something that's going to happen to somebody is somebody that we know. I mean, I hope not. Or somebody that we've looked to in the media or in the church. I think he's going to be exposing things in the body of Christ that are going to blow people's minds. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? we got to let our light shine and look to the Lord. Yes, look, lift up the name of the Lord. Pray for the person, somebody we know. But if they need to be exposed, then they got to be exposed. It's a season where there's a lot of change happening. That was another part of the word. There's all kinds of change going to happen this year. Okay? Darkness is going to be exposed. Things that have been hidden, even in my body, the body of Christ, are going to be exposed. Don't be surprised and don't be confused. Do not blame me. Now, so often, uh, well, I don't know if you do, but sometimes I do, you know, we blame God for things. We think, okay, how could a loving God do this? Well, our God is a God of mercy and love, but he's also a God of judgment. If you read the Bible, throughout the Bible, he judges things because he loves the people of God. He loves us, and he wants us to prosper. And he wants those rightful heirs of salvation to be brought into the kingdom. In order to do that, he's got to expose the darkness. And sometimes that's a mess. I mean, it just flat out is. It's a mess. Okay, so when we see that, what do you say? Glorify me. Don't complain. Don't blame me. Why, God, why did you do this? Why is this happening to me? No. Examine yourself and give glory to God. And then he will show you what to do. He will reveal it. it might, you might not get the answer immediately, but it's not going to help if you're there. Oh, I'm not going to allow God into this area of my life. I do this. This is what happened. You can't look at things that way. You cannot look at things that way. I mean, Mark and I lost his son, a 19-year-old son, okay, in 1994. You think that wasn't hard? You think we didn't blame God? We did. We did. I spent a lot of time marching around the block in the neighborhood having discussions with him. God's not afraid of our discussions. Better that you discuss it with him than you hide it. And anyway, and then the Lord spoke to me. And then I, I knew I wasn't, you know, I wasn't comforted that my son was gone, but I could see that it was a very real attack of the enemy. And I had confirmation from many other leaders that that's what was happening. And so then I was able to get a handle on it. It didn't make the grieving any easier, but at least I knew that it wasn't the Lord's doing. The Lord does not take people out like that. He doesn't. He does not do that. That's the enemy. His plan is not to kill and destroy us. That is not his plan. He will correct us. He will correct us and hopefully receive it. He'll turn us on different paths if we're going the wrong way. But he does not kill us. That's not his plan, okay? So let's not blame God for things, okay? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. The scripture on that is in 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4. Thank you, Lord. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. I mean, I'm excited for the breakthrough. I'm excited to see. I'm excited for the new family members. I'm going to have a lot of new family members. All these seats are going to be full. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. Thank you, Lord. Let the light shine. 
Okay, now in verse uh, 16 through 18, it's talking about seeing the invisible. Okay, so this, this is what we need to think about when these things are happening. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outer man is perishing, yet the inner man is being renewed day by day. Now, it would have been really easy for me to lose heart losing a 19-year-old son. That's a pretty big deal. That would, have been, that would have been really easy for me to lose heart. But, you know, we have to keep pressing into the Lord. We go through these things. Sometimes it takes a while to get through it. Certainly took me a while to get through it. Took Mark a while to get through it. You know, and we still miss our son every day, you know. But we have to focus on the Lord. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. I'm being renewed day by day, okay. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Again, Pastor Vic spoke about that last week, okay. Well, we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We have to keep our eyes focused on the eternal, not on everything that we see happening on the face of the earth. And it's very easy to get consumed in all that. Okay, let's go to oh, Matthew 5. That's where I took you to. Okay, Matthew 5, 14 to 16. This is who we are. You are the light of the world. Okay, who are you? Louder. Light of the world. Yes, that's who we are, okay? You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And that's what we want. We want our light to shine and glorify our Father in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Okay, and then um, Ephesians 5, I'm not going to turn to that right now, but Ephesians 5, 11 to 13 talks about exposing the works of darkness, that we should not have any fellowship with the works of, not, of darkness, but rather we should expose them, Okay. I mean, that's the word of God. That's what Lord's, the Lord says he's doing this year. So we need to be prepared. He's going to expose everything that's in. He's going to expose it. Bring it on, Lord. <laughs> I, was, I, was think, I was thinking, um, I don't have this uh, psalm where it is in my Bible on the top of my head, but there's a scripture that says, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come to earth. I was reading that the other day. Thank you, Lord. You're going to do that this year. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I think in that particular phrase, that particular portion of scripture, you know, they, they were talking about some battle they were going through, you know, back in the uh, is, Israeli times, and they were asking the Lord, to, oh, rend the heavens that come down. I think we're at that place now, and people have been crying out, so the Lord is answering it, and he's going to come down and show his glory. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so we're looking at things that are invisible. Let's turn to Psalms 119. I love Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Thank you, Lord. Are you hanging in there? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Psalms 119. Okay, and verses, um, let's see. Verses uh, 79 and 80, it says, let those who fear you turn to me. Let those who know your testimonies 
Let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes that I may not be ashamed. And I'm going to read this out of the Message Bible. It says, let those who fear you turn to me for evidence of your wise guidance. And let me live whole and holy, soul and body, so I can always walk with my held head held high. Now, the Lord is also talking to this word about how we need to walk with our head held high. He's got two references in that. In the middle of the word and then down the bottom, he says, um, walk, give glory to me and walk with your head held high in holiness and you will see the things that I am going to do come to pass. This is a year of victory, says the Spirit of God. It's a year of victory. Don't let the enemy discourage you trying to tell you, no, it doesn't look like the victory. Don't be confused. This is a year of victory and you will give birth as you hang on to me and let your light shine. So the important thing is this year is that we hang on to the Lord and let our light shine. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's see. So again, uh, the word breath means pneuma, okay? Let's embrace, continue to embrace the breath of God, the spirit of God this year, and breathe life. Breathe life into those around us. Breathe life into our homes. Breathe life into our children, okay? Life is the spirit of God. Breath, breath is the spirit of God. Numa, numa, okay, numa. Let's walk in that numa this year.